Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you about planning a trip for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. Very exciting. I am joined via the internet by, I've already messed up, <laughs> by Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. And agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Hendricks. Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you, everybody at home, for joining us. So, big news dropped. Um, actually, this week for us, as you know, we usually record our shows in advance. So, the information we're going to give you is as of the point we're recording this. But a couple of days ago, uh, Disney has announced some of the details of their 50th anniversary celebration. Uh, very exciting. Anybody who's a Disney fan or a Walt Disney World fan, we love celebrations, but this is a biggie. So we're excited to see what they're going to do and what they've got planned. Um, I'm going to I'm going to tell you what they have planned and what they've announced so far. Um, I think that what they've done at this point is just released information to get people excited and get people interested in booking. I think more stuff is coming. And then we'll talk a little bit about Pricing, availability, park passes, that sort of thing. All right, so I'm going to read some stuff. Forgive me if I look away from the camera. Um, Let me do this. And that's all right. (laughs) All right, that'll do that. Okay, so I'm going to read you what Walt Disney World has put out, kind of their press release for this event. Um. Beginning October 1st, Walt Disney World Resort will throw, quote, the most magical celebrate, the world's most magical celebration in honor of the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World's opening, bringing new experiences to all four theme parks and beyond. This milestone is such a big deal that they've even coined a new word, iridescence, and the beginning is E-A-R, like Mickey ears. They love a good pun, don't they? To describe what guests will see when they visit. Disney teams are creating all sorts of new decorations that will shimmer and sparkle all day and into the night. As part of the celebration, Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom Park will add to its royal makeover from last year. The castle will feature golden bunting and a 50th anniversary crest as part of its festive new look. The castle will add even more magic at night, joined by icons at each of the other theme parks as they transform into beacons of magic, including pixie dust on Cinderella Castle, magical fireflies inhabiting the Tree of Life at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, and special new touches coming to life on the Hollywood Tower of Terror Hotel and Disney's Hollywood, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And at Epcot, new lights will shine across the reflective panels of Spaceship Earth, connecting to one another and resembling stars in the nighttime sky. This permanent new lighting will continue beyond the world's most magical celebration as a defining feature of the park. Guests will also want to keep an eye out for Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, who will have sparkling new looks for the celebration. As hosts of the event, They'll be dressed for the occasion in custom-made fashions of iridescent fabric with gold highlights. 
Um, there's going to be more details to come planned for this 18-month-long celebration beginning October 1st of 2021. So that's kind of the the thing that's, in my opinion, one of the most important stuff. Yeah, we like that the castles get new stuff and Station Prince get new stuff and Mickey Minnie are dressed up. But the fact that they've already sort of said, listen, here's it. Well, not already sort of said. They finally said this is an 18-month celebration makes everybody kind of breathe a little easier. Specifically because, you know, um, everyone's been excited about this. People who were sort of had this idea that something was going to happen, they've already booked rooms and they've already gotten park passes. So um, in a little bit, Tracy's going to tell us a little bit about uh, some resort availability and pricing, but already most of the resorts at Walt Disney World are sold out. Um, specifically, if you look at the contemporary, which I'm assuming would be a huge um, plate, a huge idea for most people to stay at the contemporary during this, that's completely booked. You can't find anything. Not even DVC rooms are available. Couldn't find anything at the Grand Floridian either. And across the poly has still got um, not being sold because of um, rehab and stuff. But again, I couldn't even get DVC rooms at the Poly. So very interesting dynamic that's going on. And then lastly, I want to add that as of this morning of us recording the show, there were no park passes available for the Magic Kingdom on October 1st. All around the 1st, there's plenty of availability at all four theme parks. But on October 1st itself, there's no park passes available and basically, I think what they've done is they said, listen, let's just pull all the park passes because you don't know who's going to be there or what VIPs. Oh, bless you, Kevin. Sorry. Who's going to be there, what celebrities, who they're going to invite. I'm sure it'll be a huge media event. So they need space for media. So um, I think that's the reason. I don't think guests have taken all the spots. I think Disney's just pulled all the spots. So let's talk a little bit about what resorts are available. Tracy's got some pricing for what we're able to find. Again, please keep in mind, as of us recording this show, this is what's there. Sometimes availability pops in and pops out. We don't want folks to go, oh, you know, I, you know, I found this or I found that. So what do you got, Tracy? All right. So, so far, as you said, um, the Magic Kingdom resorts on the monorail, at this point, there's nothing. Um, and that would include, you know, Bay Lake, Grand Floridian Villas. Um, at this point, those are those are out of the equation. I have people who booked over like a year ago or almost a year ago for October 1st. So as soon as those room rates were available to book, they were already booked. So um, as you said, availability can definitely change. A lot of people booked when the dates first became available. And as I'm sure you guys can attest, back when these were booked a year ago, I don't know that any of us thought we'd still be discussing COVID. <laughs> so, you know, plans can change. So don't be completely discouraged if you're hoping for one of these, but this is where we're at, as John said, as of today. Um, so to give you an idea, I've got some pricing on a few things that were available. Um, these prices are for two adults. They include five-day base tickets, so one park a day. Uh, taxes are included, no extras. So, and we looked at, you know, coming in September 29th, 
out on October 3rd. So a little bit before the celebration and a couple of days after. Uh, so um, you know, let me give you a couple. Again, I'm going to be looking down, so forgive me. Um, you know, preferred room at all-star movies for two people. We're looking around nine, 1975. Um, Art of Animation, that would be um, Little Mermaid Room. That comes in around 2225. Um, I saw a preferred room at Caribbean Beach for two people with the five-day ticket was coming in around 2575. Uh, Riviera had a studio available. Riviera, as most of you probably know, is on the Skyliner. Uh, it was 4025 for studio. A one-bedroom over the Animal Kingdom Villas. I think this was was uh, Kidani, uh, 4745. And a one bedroom at the Beach Club Villas, 5115. There was also a uh, nature fireworks view, King Bed over at Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge has gotten creative with their room descriptions and types. So it, we there's a few added there. So this particular one is coming in at 4375. Um, as I said, these can definitely change. Another thing to keep in mind that these are Prices based on full rack rate, no promotions. I don't imagine we'll see a lot of promotion availability on the first or over the first. Um, I think we may have more luck, say, if you were checking in, you know, September, you know, 26th. You know, there still may be something um, as opposed to checking in closer to the first. So, you know, it's it's pretty scarce at this point. We don't have all resorts open to book, as as John mentioned. Um, availability can change often. My suggestion is if you are interested in being there for the first, you get a package on hold at one of the available resorts, a resort that you could live with, if you, or, or maybe one of these you do want, and that's fine. But if it's something that you don't want, um, at least if you get a package book with tickets, your $200 deposit is refundable up until 30 days before. And you can at least start watching for the park pass availability. So as John said, I think as well, they're holding things back. I think once they decided to make the announcement, they just kind of stopped. Um, we see park pass availability fluctuate constantly. I think as more things are decided for this event, we may see more open. I think as people maybe adjust their plans or decide they're not going to come, we may see availability as well. So we're telling you this as a call to action, not as a, oops, you missed it, you're too late. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, you're out of luck. Yeah. Oops. I'm, I apologize. One of the things that, um, you know, we can sort of uh, use to sort of round this out. Again, we don't have a lot of details. I'm sure there's going to be, you know, guests of honor. and I'm sure there's going to be some entertainment and special people there and stuff. But Kevin and I had a chance to be at Disneyland for their 60th anniversary. So a couple of things you might want to keep in mind. If you are, if you want to be in that theme park for the 50th and you want to just be part of it, that's great. Don't expect to be able to do anything. It is going to be crazy busy. A lot of places will be sort of... Um, Locked off and not available to guests because they'll be for special guests or special events. Um, there'll be a ton of media there. So it's not going to be a regular park experience. If you want to go, think about it just to go say, I was part of history and I was in the park that day. That's going to be your I'm best. sure there'll be merchandise. 
Right. And that's always really popular and people line up for hours to get the merchandise. And then, you know, you can buy it on eBay the next day. <laughs> and there will be iridescent ears. At least it's not all like I was afraid the whole color scheme was just going to be all gold, like gold, gold, gold everywhere. But I will say when my 50th anniversary comes around, I want to be wrapped in gold bunting. There was a couple of things in that thing you read. It sounds to me like the stuff they're putting on Spaceship Earth is permanent. Yes. Or permanent until people hate it enough. Yep. Until the next great thing. Right. Or until, you know, enough people write and ask them to take it down. Sign the petition to remove that hand wand. Exactly. (laughs) The other thing I was really happy to hear is that, like, um, Mickey and Minnie are having custom-made clothes, so they're not, like, going to Banana Republic to get their outfit. Right. Right. Their clothes are going to be custom-made. Yeah. As they should be. Exactly. I'm also sure sure that uh, the three of us were together, along with Chris, uh, for Walt Disney, for the was it the Magic Kingdom's 40? No, it was Walt Disney World's 40th. Remember, we were in Magic Kingdom that day, <laughs> and they made 40 cupcakes. Yes, 40 cupcakes. That's where I got this picture behind me. Remember, I got the waited in line to get this this uh, what was it called? Jicky Licky, Jicky? I don't know. Jicky Licky. <laughs> I love the Jicky Lickies. Yeah, it was my, my first Noah. <laughs> and we looked it up and. <laughs> A jacquet means it's printed on a dot matrix printer. <laughs> yes, it wasn't nearly as fancy as we thought when we were waiting in line. <laughs> we waited in a lot of lines. Yeah. We did. And again, I think that's what you're going to expect when you do yeah. this. I mean, the cool thing is, you know, they'll probably have a button they'll give out to everybody. Oh. Commemorative button, probably be a commemorative map. And all of that stuff will be highly coveted. But again, what we want to point out here, it's an 18-month celebration. The good news is, if you've missed the news, um, Walt Disney World has opened bookings for 2022, package bookings into 2022, 500 days in advance. So, you know, if you think, I don't want to be there for the first, I can't be there for the first, I don't want to take the risk, it's going to be too crowded, don't fret about it, because the stuff will be there for further on. If you want to be there... What? Sorry, go ahead. No, Tracy, go first. I was going to say, if you want to be there for the 51st anniversary. <laughs> cheaper. More than cheaper. There'll be less people. There'll be parts available. <laughs> 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 we're going to 22 until about July. Just so I was going to say, unless you really, really, really want to be part of the crowd that can say, I was there on the 50th anniversary. This is not the day for you. And for some people, that's important. That's that's why I started. Unless you want to be part of that group. I'm not suggesting that that's a bad thing. I'm suggesting if you're thinking of this, oh, well, you know what? I'll go on the 50th anniversary and, you know, we'll ride Space Mountain. It's going to be crowded. It's always crowded on an anniversary because they do do special things and they do make you wait in line and you will wait in line for food and merchandise and attractions and to meet and greet people. You have to go into this knowing that this will be a very different day. I think one of the cool things is that, is that yes, it is the Magic Kingdom's 50th anniversary, but it's Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. So, you know, uh, resorts that were open and, you know, the fact well, that... kind of clumped at the Magic Kingdom. There wasn't a lot there. But what I'm saying is that it's it's not just going to be confined 
to the Magic Kingdom. You know that it will be a uh, Walt Disney Worldwide, and they even say worldwide celebration. So other parks will be celebrating too. It is also the 50th anniversary of the Car Care Center. (laughs) That was also there when it first opened. Excellent. I hope they have a cupcake. I hear they're going to have 50 cupcakes. (laughs) All shaped like rental cars. In a vending machine. (laughs) Um, One of the things that's really cool is that Kevin was actually there the year that Walt Disney World opened. I was was there in December. I was there a couple of, two months after. He was 50. and Not 50. Oh, I thought you were. I was 12, but I was there. So are you excited about the 50th? Is Are you like, oh, my God, I can't wait? Or it, it's, um, I've talked about this before. Going to Walt Disney World in 1971 changed the trajectory of my life. And I don't mean that, I don't mean to sound dramatic. But when I wasn't old enough to have any control over where I went, Everything I thought about was plotting and planning and begging to go back to Florida. And when I was old enough and ready, I moved to Florida. And the idea was I'll be near Disney World. And I worked in a much different industry. I worked in the timeshare industry as a customer service rep. But Disney World was always my backyard. And I treated each of the parks differently. Epcot was like if you had a city park in your town where people went and had picnics and hung out and just wandered around. That's what I used Epcot for. Epcot was where we went and sat on, you know, had something to eat, watched people. The Magic Kingdom was different. But, yeah, it means a lot to me, but I don't know that I have to be there on the first. I don't need to know. I don't have to. I don't have to fight the crowd. I'm sure if I wanted a 50th anniversary button, I could procure one one way or another. But I think it's, in my life, it's a pretty joyous thing. So we're fil- we're recording this on February 20th, and it's um, my mom's birthday. And my mom is responsible for all of this. She is the one who decided my family was going to see Disney World as soon as possible. And the big thing for me was I went home bursting with excitement over things I had seen, over things I wanted to talk about, over things I wanted to tell people. And I'm sure I annoyed everyone because no one else that I knew had been there. So there was no one to talk to. So, yeah, I'm excited that it's 50 years. It makes me feel old. I was there when it was new. So I hope we get a chance to go see it. Yeah, me too. Um, Tracy, when was the first time you went to Walt Disney World? Um, 2000. I went for the, um, it was the Millennium Celebration that year. So we had arrived probably on like, you know, January 1st or 2nd or something like that. And that was the first time I went as an adult, um, bringing my child. And uh, it was the same thing for me, though. It changed everything for me. All I thought about after that was how I was going to get back. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just this whole thing. And to say Disney World changed my life is the understatement of the world. Look where I'm working. You know, I'm, you know, was married at Disney World and met my husband because of Disney. I mean, everything. Um, it's everything. 
And so these, there's a nostalgia there. And I find, Chris and I were talking about this the other day. We got to the point where we're really taking it for granted. We're fortunate enough to be able to go several times a year. Even if we're going from Canada, we would still go a couple of times. You know, recently we started spending winters in Florida so we could go anytime we wanted. Um, and we really started to take that for granted. And now that it's been a while and we cannot go, there's no way for me to go right now. It's, you feel it and you get a new appreciation for it. And you think, I kind of like this feeling a little bit um, because I have that anticipation. You know, I find myself looking at things long and I can't wait to get back. Oh, I can't wait to see that. So yeah, it's like you, I don't know. We had already decided when everybody was booking rooms that we weren't going to go to be there for the first. I'm happy to hear that it's 18 months of celebration. Um, but I do hope to be there this year in the 50th year, at least. Yeah. Um, Ken and I were talking about something completely different uh, uh, yesterday or the day before. And um, this is a weird thing to talk about. But when I was visiting my dad in New Jersey before he passed away, um, Kevin and I are together all the time. Like every minute of every day we're together. So when I would go to New Jersey, it was very weird because Kevin would stay home, take care of the dogs, and I would go. And we kind of said to each other, you know what? It was nice missing you. Yeah. And I feel like it's nice missing Walt Disney World. I agree. We go whenever we want. We're, we're drive away. We could get a, a park pass easily any day if we wanted to. We can go. But we stay away because of COVID. And we don't want to be around the crowds. It's kind of like something's been pulled back from you. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it makes it more special. It's like, oh. Absolutely. I get a chance to go. So I'm really looking forward to the 50th. Uh, again, from I think the same standpoint you guys are in that it changed my life. Yeah. Completely, Walt Disney World changed my life. And then if you reflect even further back than that, Walt Disney changed my life. You know, if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't be there and all the things that he gave us. So um, sort of the idea that maybe toast to Walt and to the Imagineers who built Walt Disney World will be fun. We've seen that picture that Herb Ryman drew. There's a the story that Walt asked Herb Ryman to draw a picture so he could take it to New York to see if he could get funding for Disneyland. And I looked at that picture the first time and I just stood there and I cried and I thought to myself, look at what this has done. Yeah. This has, this might be the thing, other than, you know, my family, this is the thing that might have changed my life more than anything else. It's decided where I lived. It's decided what I do for a living. It's decided who I'm married to. All of this happened around Disney. Disney and I don't mean just Disney, Disney World. Gay. I'm sorry? Disney made you gay. <laughs> I had a hand in it. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I don't know that that was it. <laughs> but it's really... I don't mean to be overly dramatic about it, but I stood there and I thought, oh my gosh, it's the genesis of all of it. And I mean, I was in Disneyland or Disney World 50 years ago and look at what I'm doing today. I'm recording a show about the 50th anniversary. So I don't think there's ever been a point since I was 12 that Disney didn't focus on my life. I can tell you a story. When my family used to go to Disney, there was no internet. 
So when my mom would no call, call, what? There were no phones. <laughs> You'd have to take the covered wagon from one place. How long did it take you to get there by horse and buggy? <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> at least we had roads Canadian. At least we had roads Canadian. Um, <laughs> when my mom would call, now I know it's the um, the call center. I would assume that they were right underneath the castle, and I would want to know after the first time, did they move anything? Is there a new restaurant open? Have they painted anything? And my mom, I would have a list of questions written out for her and she'd finally get the reservation done. And the lady or man on the phone would say, you know, I'm like 20 miles from there, right? I don't know if the popcorn bucket is different. I don't know if, you know, they've painted the horse tie up things on main street. Well, think about this too. Even internally, there was no intranet for them. You know, they had to rely on, I guess, memos or, or, or meetings where people would tell them, listen, you know, someone calls such and such is not working or something like that. So you think at least now they have the internet to look stuff up. So what we want folks to take away from this is that if you are looking to enjoy the uh, Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration, um, don't panic about not being there on the first. You're going to have a long time to enjoy the stuff that's there. However, if you are one of those folks who wants to be there on the first, and I completely understand, I completely get it. You're, if you haven't booked already, book soon because rooms are going fast. And also, as of right now, there are no park passes available for the actual day of the first. But only at the Magic Kingdom. Only at the Magic Kingdom. You're right. So I wanted to be in Disneyland on the 60th anniversary. Yep. And I moved heaven and earth to make that happen. Glad I was there. Really, really amazing experience. But I, I'm being honest. It's a lot of work. It's it's a lot of work. I don't know if they'll be I'll still be uh, down at 35% attendance. I have no idea what October will bring. But I am sure that whatever amount of attendance is there, they're going to fill up. So just be understanding that. This is a very, very, very different day in the Magic Kingdom. Right. I was going to say that too. I was going to say no park passes as of right now. That could change, especially if COVID conditions change and they open up full capacity at the resort. But again, they will hold back space for VIPs and media and things like that as well. But uh, if you're interested, contact your Dreams Unlimited travel agent and ask them about booking a room for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Again, you can book into 2022. So this is all really good news for those planners out there who are looking to go in the future. Excellent opportunity for you guys as well. Um, anything else you want to add before we go? I don't think so. I think just that I think uh, that weekend capacity is going to be an issue. So they will close gates to offsite people first. So a room may be really important, an onsite room. Um, even if you're a manual pass holder, we might be very important to have access. Yeah, that's an excellent point. You know, um, uh, the parking lots will fill. Mm-hmm. So you're going to look do better if you're staying at a resort and using resort transportation. All of those things will come into play for like any other busy time of year at Walt Disney World. But because we haven't had that, you got to plan for it now. Yeah, it's the right time to start planning. 
Excellent. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody at home for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week and we hope you have a great vacation.